Welcome, Lumberjack fans, to this whirlwind whirlwind of a 2020 COVID season and the game of when when is going to be our next game? What's going to be the next thing canceled? What's going to be happening the next two days from now that we have another game? <laughs> Again, I made the comparison in the last podcast. I mean, our schedule changes more than Lady Gaga on a Grammys night because it's just it literally every five seconds, I think, you know, I think our schedule's good and we're good to go. And uh, I'm I'm basically a liar because it just changes automatically and just at the drop of a dime. So who knows? Who knows what we're doing next week? Who knows what we're doing next month? We have no idea. So, again, just got to remain flexible and just kind of take it as it goes and keep on trucking, right? Yeah. It's all we can do, to be fair, at this point. And just be, again, thankful that we actually have games to bitch about the fact that the, the schedule's changing so often. You could be one of those poor schmoes that has zero basketball games or no games to attend as a fan. Right. Those poor poverty-stricken fans. So we'll talk, we'll talk, about, we'll talk about all of the new schedule changes at the end of the episode when we go over next game announcements. But I will take a moment to give a quick little PSA because um, I had to give this pep talk to our, our friend and fellow SFA alumni board member, uh, Brian Dawson today. Oh, Brian, yeah. I would uh, encourage all of you who got the email for the mobile tickets to not wait and do them one game at a time. Just go ahead and click the link for every single game and add them to your Apple wallet or Google wallet or whatever you have on whatever device you have um, and go ahead and get them on your phone because then when we have these 150,000 different changes two days before, um, you know, Drew and all the guys in the ticket office can just do their magic on the back end and it updates magically in your wallet and you just go in there and you see the new ticket with the new date and the new opponent and whatever else has changed. Um, but it'll make your life much, 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 much easier uh, if you go ahead and go to the link and upload it because then you have that ticket uploaded and they can go in on there and update it for whatever change. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree more with Jacqueline. I even if you're an Android user like myself, my, my Google phone, it's you can just easily download your tickets to your Google Pay app. Um, it's so easy, so quick. Honestly, I couldn't imagine doing tickets any other way now. now like now that we're so yeah. mobile driven or mobile first moment, I just couldn't imagine having to deal with paper tickets anymore and have it, especially right now during COVID. Like what an absolute like just complete and utter mess for people that don't have mobile tickets, you know, yeah. they're just, and I do, I always loved having like a paper ticket. Cause I always printed like the pretty little like graphics on them and it had like different players per game. And it was just nice to have, but now that we have these mobile tickets, I could not imagine going back it ever. And so I just, again, I echo what Jacqueline said. I highly, highly recommend that if you're a season ticket holder or even if you're just a single game ticket holder person experience kind of fan, just whenever you get your tickets, just automatically download those to your phone, either your Apple wallet or your Google Pay app. And honestly, just just hold on to it. And whenever game day rolls around, just all you have to do is just pull up the app and click on your ticket and get it super simple. And it's less wasteful not to print out all those paper tickets and 
you know, it's all electronic. So it's 21st century, baby. Let's get it rolling. You will thank me. It will make your life so much easier. And then when the game is done and over with, you can go in there and delete out that ticket so that it's not all cluttered up and you don't have old ones in there to sift through. Yeah. Keep it all organized. Yeah. I'm super OCD. So I want to go in there and delete them out after I use them. Um, yes. But yeah, but trust me, it'll make, make your life so much easier. Um, Agreed. Man. What? <laughs> no, I was just laughing. I was just uh, laughing because I, I, it's just so funny, again, the situation that we're in with COVID. Again, I'm thankful that we have games to, and, and, and ticket problems to like be mad about. But at the same time, like, I just wish that it was back to normal um hopefully sometime soon it will be maybe some point in the spring but who knows basketball season might be over by then but you know i'm just i'm just crossing the fingers and hoping and praying for the day that we don't have to wear masks to a basketball game or any sport anymore for that matter um and socially distance and get in trouble if we sit too close to people that aren't in our party or in our aren't in our ticket you know like heaven I know, I know. And I really would be thankful if the seats app would work so I could get beer delivered to my chair. Yeah, we're really hoping that that is back in working order tomorrow. Yeah, Wally did see my tweet and he messaged me directly and said, hey, I saw your tweet. What happened? I was like, I legitimately tried to order beer on the seats app and I opened the app and the game was there. It said 630. It said um mcneese it had all the information on there but it said it wasn't live at the moment and i'm like but it was live so why couldn't i click it and it wouldn't let me click it and order beer it was very disappointing now could i have walked my happy ass up the stairs and over to the concession stand and buy beer that way sure could have but that defeats the purpose of the convenience of the season i know (laughs) but we'll we'll remember to get it when we get into the game on sunday yes tomorrow Oh my God, it's so weird having a game on Sunday. Okay, backing up. All right. I know. So yeah, when we get to the game tomorrow on Sunday, I'll make sure that I get a beer at the concession stand just in case the app isn't working still. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be working. Okay. Yeah. So diving into the game. So as we said, we played McNeese, who was in our conference. However, it was a non-conference game because we were not set to play them at all this season. Um, It's very confusing. I think even Southland was confused about it because apparently they listed it on the stand or yeah, I think they like listed it on the Southland conference, like conference wins and losses. Does that make sense? Oh, they listed it in the wrong spot is what you're saying. Yeah. Like they listed it like it was a conference game. Um, Whatever. We'll take it. We'll take that. Southland, we will take it. We'll we'll take it. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, they actually, according to the uh, standings, I know I'm jumping ahead, but I just clicked on it just to see if they did fix it. And and yeah, it's on the overall uh, win okay. column now. It's not. It's not on the conference win. Yeah, so, last, uh, last night they had it in the wrong spot. <laughs> I mean, you can't trust the Southland Conference to do anything to wrap a game no. correctly or to put the right win in the right column. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry. We both have some complaints. Um, okay, so coming in, little general history background. Of course, all of you know who McNeese is or in our conference. Um, so our matchup history with them going into the game was 29 wins, 20 losses. Uh, we were on a four-game win streak. 
And our largest margin of victory was 86.57 in 2016. The smallest margin of victory was only 1.5554 in 91. Um, 91, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last year when we played them is when we took our fun little road trip over to uh, Lake Charles. and That was a fun little... That was... And, and I guess I... It not remains to be seen. That's not the right phrase, but it, it, I have, I would feel remiss if I didn't mention the fact that McNeese is still going through like such a traumatic, like rebuild. Yeah. And they're still reeling and dealing from the hurricanes, not just one, but two, almost three, I think, that really affected that area um, during hurricane season this year. And there's, Still, there's still people there that are, you know, without probably without shelter, food, water, probably their homes were destroyed. Um, McNeese had a lot of damage to their facility pool. I mean, so needless to say that they came into this game like very pumped up. (laughs) And I think it showed too because they gave us a little run for our money at the beginning. They really did. They really did and I think that I think that passion and that you know just like drive to to kind of like rise from the ashes is is what really kept kept them in the game to be fair oh yeah um you know they're out to prove something I think and um yeah but we did have a really good time last year on that road trip I think that was a fun road trip and their facility their new basketball little arena over there is is small but it's it's nice and it's new and it's uh you know, yeah, it's it's a nice little facility they got they got over there at McNeese and Lake Charles for sure. Um, definitely a good upgrade. Definitely. But yeah, so uh, obviously, again, if you are hiding under a rock or just completely unknowingly of what's going on in the SFA sports world, we did win last night, um, eighty six to seventy six by ten points. Uh, we have no idea the attendance. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> because... list it yesterday. I don't know what happened. Yeah, they didn't post anything, which usually they do. I have no idea. I'm, I'm, maybe they're just behind on calculating. I have no idea. Hands up, don't know. Um, our starters were the same from the previous, from the home opener, was Rati, Kaven, David, and Calvin. Um, I did I did find the digital game program. It's oh, actually okay. really, really cool. Usually, you know, for basketball games, we just have like a one sheet thing that just had like the names written in like a list view. Um, and then maybe just a few stats and stuff below that. It was just literally one sheet. But if you if you're interested, since especially if you're not going to the game physically um, and you to see what the matchup looks like i really recommend looking at the digital game program they post before every game um if you want on sunday whenever they post it we'll 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 retweet it but um yeah it's a really cool digital program they have all the you know they have all the pictures of all the all the guys and um their stats and who to the same thing for the other team and uh, they have a lot of cool information on the or in the game program so definitely recommend looking through that so they only post it on Twitter? Is that where they do it? They probably post it on Facebook. They probably do. Okay. I just haven't seen it on Facebook. I've just seen it on Twitter, like the link. I forget who posts it. I don't know if it's the SFA basketball account or I know Wally did one time. He might have okay. just retweeted it, though. Um, nice. I have seen it tweeted, though. I don't know who did it, but it was tweeted. 
Because I got to I gotta figure out how to tell my dad to access that because he definitely is not in the Twitter sphere. Right. <laughs> if if we'll keep, I'll keep an eye on Twitter sphere tomorrow. And okay. if they tweet it or post it, I can easily just like send you the link. Okay. Um, yeah. That way you can send it to Richard. Yeah, that'll make that'll make his life much easier. Um, Absolutely. We'll just have to remember to take his old man glasses so he can see it on his phone. His old man um, glasses. I know, but it's, that's fashion, Jacqueline. Because I, I mean, know. I can I can wear mine like an old lady. Totally. Well, but his just... are old man glasses. Like um, I laugh at him because he literally put like you know the the little glasses case sleeve thing that you get usually like for free from the eye doctor that's like that kind of oh yeah cheap imitation leather and it's just the sleeve and it's got the little hook where you can put it in your pot in your front pocket your front breast pocket my grandpa when I was little he used to always have his glasses in there and now my dad does it and I'm like you're not 80 why are you doing this like I love that Stop. I really do and then you have the rest of us that need to wear glasses 24 7 so we don't even need have the need for a front pocket uh glasses holder because you just um, have to wear them all the time yeah because we wear them all the time and when I'm not wearing my glasses I'm wearing my sunglasses and guess what those are prescription too so yeah. I'm, I'm wearing prescriptions literally 24 7 mine well back up not when I'm sleeping that makes no sense but um yeah so we, I don't have readers is what I should say. I yeah. Don't. Um, so one random funny game note I want to make, cause it doesn't necessarily fit under my feats of strength. I mean, it's a good thing, but it's more funny. But, uh, so Cam's mom sat in front of us yesterday at the game <laughs> and we love her. Um, so it was, it was nice to see her. And since we have a game on Sunday now, uh, she's going to be able to be there for that game too. So that's really nice. But Anyway, she had me rolling and he got up to shoot a free throw, a two and two and missed the first one. And she screamed, you want that Xbox five? You better hit it. And what was even funnier that I didn't realize is that she meant PS5. I don't think there is such a thing as an Xbox five. No, I'm pretty sure there isn't. And, And after she said it. She was laughing to herself. She goes, oh, wait, I'm at PS5. <laughs> she said, that's why those girls just, were looking at me all crazy. <laughs> I know. It was but it was just the way she said it. Like, she was 100% serious when she's like, you better hit this. So you ain't getting your, you know, what you want for Christmas, basically, <laughs> saying, holding that over his head. And then what happened? He hit he it. He made the shot. I'm like, damn. It. I told her, I was like, you're, you're, you're now, you have to actually physically get this yeah. for him now. Because you told him. You told him. Play better, and you get you get the PS Five. That they she had me rolling. Cause what was it last year at the Arkansas State game that his family, a bunch of his family, was there, and some of his cousins, I think, were sitting behind us, and they were cracking. Me yeah, because isn't that because he's from Little Rock area, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. it was the Arkansas State game yeah. where we kind of met them, not like mistakenly, but like we set, we we snuck our way down to the bottom yeah. half of. The half of the right behind the bench, like the second or third row behind the bench, and yeah, they were sitting they, there already. And they gave uh, us some shitty tickets at Arkansas State. Yeah, I mean, who? I don't understand that. I don't. I mean, I don't want to bring that back up or ha- rehash that, but that just makes no sense. Why would you give the the players and coaches tickets, and you put them all the way up? Oh, highest, in a back, highest seat there was. 
The highest seat in, I mean, I, I mean, I could have honestly, I could have used some binoculars so I could see the freaking court. It made no I sense. Mean, like, had, why would you do that? We had better seats than that at Duke. Who does Arkansas State think they are? <laughs> like, you ain't Duke. I sat exactly. closer than that at Duke. Uh, we sat That's closer true. at Duke than the seats we snuck into at Arkansas State. That is absolutely accurate. And that's the, that is very that's the tickets that Duke gave us. Anyways, I digress. Um, you want to go over the Southland standings? I will. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, right. So, no surprise here. Um, because, obviously, we are have not played as many games as mm-hmm. Abilene Christian. Yeah. So, we are obviously at 2-0, and but Abilene Christian is at 4-0 and because they played, obviously have played four games. Yeah. Um, so, that just gives us second place standing at the moment currently, um, but that does not mean it's going to last that long. Well, for a while, we got plenty of opportunity to surpass that. And so, Nichols is actually 2-3 and three right behind us. McNeese is 1-2. and two. Obviously, we gave them their second loss. Uh, and in Corpus Christi, one and three, Sam Houston, one and three, UIW, one and three, a lot of one and three uh, teams at the moment. Um, Southeastern is one and four. Now there's just a bunch of big old losers. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm L7 weenie. <laughs> L7 weenie. Oh, <laughs> so Central Arkansas hasn't won anything. Um, they've only played one game, so I guess that's it. Makes you know. is it bad how happy it makes me for Central Arkansas to lose? Uh, no, not at all. I I always love when they lose. I love it more when uh, Sam Houston loses, obviously, and then when Northwestern is zero four at the bottom of the pack. That makes me very happy. Yeah, same. But for some reason, I just really don't like Central Arkansas. I think it's some of the players they've had recently that I really don't like. The only good thing I have to say about yeah. Central Arkansas is that Scotty Pippen went there. That is really the only redeeming quality. It's a very, it's a very redeeming quality, but it's like we're so far removed from that that I just, I don't even like correlate the two anymore. I mean, let's just be fair. The fact that Houston Baptist has technically less losses than Northwestern State makes me very, is just shocking to me. But again, it also goes back to how many games that they're able to play. Because this, again, this season is going to be so wackadoodle. You know, it's just going to yeah. be anarchy when it comes to because there's going to be teams out there <clears throat> that have probably that are not going to play as many teams as an, as another team in the Southland. I'm, it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen that someone's going to have like 30 games and then another team is only going to have like 28 because of cancellations and then there's no room to make up or there's no opportunities to make up. I just have a feeling that that's going to happen. Yeah. I hope it doesn't happen much more to us. But knock on wood. But you never you never know. It's twenty twenty. You never know. Anyway, so that's the standings. Okay. So Sean Kennedy stat section. Let's talk some stats. Uh field goal percentage, we had fifty six point four. Meh. Meh. I mean that's a death you know, it could it could have been worse. Yeah. Definitely could be. Definitely should have been better. Uh, Three-point percentage about on par with, you know, a normal good day for us, 33.3. And we didn't really take that many. No, we only took six, so. We only took six, and what was it? We only took six, and we made, what, two of them? Yeah, which they were both Cam. Cam made two of three. 
Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And that's the thing. I honestly, I should have added that to the, to the, to, to the, uh, my feats of strength. The fact that we took less three attempts, I think we kind of realized at the moment, like that's just not our bag. At the- <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. And to elaborate more on that, Raw T was zero of two from the three point, which I, I felt bad for him because I feel like Tuesday night he did really well on actually he taking did. more threes than he normally does and hitting them. Um, mm-hmm. And then he was just, not, it just wasn't falling for him last night. And it so- wasn't. And I think also just has to do with McNeese, you know, obviously they're more on our level as opposed to the team we played, Letourneau. Oh, totally. Yeah, but, I mean, Letourneau, yeah. it was easier probably to get those threes off rather than playing a team like McNeese. I mean, they're going to have little to no time, less time to try and get that three off. And, you know, and you know, and you know better than anybody, when it's not your night, it's not your night. When it comes to, like, shooting the three or hitting behind the, behind mm-hmm. the arc, if it's not going to happen, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, and so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad about that at all because I feel I'm not mad about the percentage either. Yeah, because I feel like Rock T had such a good night Tuesday night that like then you need to come out the next game and try it, and you can't you can't just give it up after missing once. But you miss yeah. twice, and then you say, "Okay, maybe it's not my night right now." Maybe it's not my night. Let me maybe be I little, should try again second half or something. Yeah, let me be a little more selective. So I think I think he reined it in good. So that was good. Um, and that also just shows like good awareness of, you know, yeah. Should I keep trying and just lobbing up these threes and causing turnovers because then we're not getting the offensive rebound, which I'll we will definitely bring up later. Yeah. Um, which again will in turn turn into a McNeese basket. You know what I mean? Like, why if it's not going to go in? Don't even. I mean, just don't. Because again, it's going to turn into a point for the other team or points for the other team, and I would just rather not deal with that. Yeah, Thank you. Same. So again, I appreciate the fact that yes, it's a shitty percentage, thirty-three, but we didn't take that. We didn't attempt that many. Yeah. You know. Agree. So um, yeah. our free throw percentage dropped from from Tuesday night. We're at sixty-eight point eight, which wasn't it in the seventies on yeah I think it was seventy four or something yeah and I mean yes McNeese is a tougher team but free throws really should be consistent no matter who you're playing because it's a free throw it's, it shouldn't matter it's, it's a free not throw. contested it doesn't it matter no, it has no effect on who's standing yeah. over on the on the sides exactly who cares so I'm yeah I'm not super pleased with that um yeah no and I, I you know and I wish I had the secret formula answer as to why you shoot so well free throw wise one game. And then like two days later, it's don't. all mental. It really is. That's so true. That all quote is like sports. Well, it's a football quote, but it's like sports are like what? 90, 80% mental and like 20% physical. It's all in your head, man. It certainly is. Um, that's from little giants. Quote me on that. On. <laughs> Look it up. Fact check. I'm looking it up. I'm back checking. We don't fact check. We don't. I freaking love him so much. Um, I, I really want to get one of his t-shirts that say, we don't fact check. Does he have like a, sh- a shop or whatever? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a few that have some of his little phrases. Damn, uh, I haven't watched this movie in a while. I haven't watched Little Giants in a while. Have you ever watched Little Giants? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Add that to the list of me and you watch movie okay. list, if that even exists. 
Anyway, continue. I'll find this quote. Okay. Uh, points in the paint. We had 56. I'm happy with that. Good. Good. Not, not as yeah. good as Tuesday, which was obviously yeah. expected, but right. take it. Expected. Uh, points off turnovers, 31. I'm happy That's with that. That's pretty good. I did a little cheerleading move um, for y'all listening. Um, oh, my God. Okay. I forget. What? <laughs> doesn't even... The the quote in the movie doesn't even add up to a hundred. <laughs> Clearly, they say football's eighty percent mental, forty percent physical. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Um. Okay. Second chance points. We had seventeen, which is more than last week. Last week we only had nine. Um. So hmm. I'm happy with that. Almost which is improvement. I'm just trying to think of. I mean, I'm glad for the improvement. I'm just trying to think of what what they what they adjusted on. I mean, yeah, because our oh, offensive oh, rebounds weren't that great either, though. So I'm I like, yeah, I guess we just made it. I get well, we had to have made it almost every time because we only had eight offensive boards anyway. But almost doubled the second chance points from last week. So happy with that. Uh, we had 12 fast break points, 17 bench points. Uh, considerably less rebounds this game. We had 28 total, which last week mm-hmm. we had like 30-something just defensive boards. But anyway, it, that was against yeah, Laterno, so all relative. So uh, we had only eight offensive boards and 20 defensive boards. Um, we had 22 fouls, 16 turnovers, which... I think was only one less turnover than what we had last week. I mean, on Tuesday, the last game, is that right? I think what was the question? I'm sorry. I blanked out. I blacked out. I think we only have one less. I'm going to look really quick. I think we only have one less turnover than what we had against. Um, oh, turnover. forced turnovers? No, no, no. Just turnovers. Like our oh, turnovers. just turnovers. In general. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So against Laterno, we had 17. Yeah. Last night, we had 16, which I guess that's actually good that we only have one, that we have one less turnover against a much stronger team. That's what yeah, I was trying to say. True. So I'm still not super pleased with the number, but in comparison, I'm happier with it. Um, Absolutely. We had 26 forced turnovers, which is. That's good. Pretty I'm, darn I'm good. Ha- I'm happy I, I, with that. Yeah, there were times there where, I mean, sequences, and like I said, we'll probably talk more about it when we get down to the other nitty-gritty, the feats of strength, but there were, like, multiple sequences where there were, like, multiple turnovers or for, for, forced turnovers in a row, like, on each of the um, – on each of the uh, – uh, possessions yeah. from McNeese, you know, like we would, they would turn the ball over. We would, you know, obviously get the basket and then they'd get the ball back and then we'd turn, they'd turn it over again to us. And it was multiple times, multiple sequences throughout the game. So, I mean, cause we would get spurts, spurts of like defensive disruption. Yeah. You know, it wasn't yeah. the whole game, which again, we'll, we'll kind of talk about. Yeah. So we had what, Eight steals, three mm-hmm. blocks, and then of course we have our game leaders, which uh, same as our home opener, 
Our player of the game, Kaven, with 23 points. I believe that is another career high. Um, five rebounds, 20, 21 steals. Oh, that's not correct. Uh, I was right. Two steals. <laughs> two steals. And he actually he tied his career high from Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tied the career high. Okay, I, got it. I One thought, assist. Oh, I, I thought, he thought 21 it. steals, and I was like, mm, I'm not sure. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, so um so yeah, Gavin tied his career high from Tuesday night. Uh Cam was right trailing on his on his heels though. He had twenty points and four rebounds. Yeah, um, he really showed out for his family. Yeah, he did. I was happy. Yeah. Um, hopefully he'll do that again tomorrow. I'm sure he will. Um yeah. and then David and Charlie were both pretty up there. David had eleven points, Charlie had ten points. Um David had four assists and Charlie had four rebounds and a block. One major, uh, and then and then uh, I will say Calvin. I believe he had uh, he had something in every category too. I think he didn't have a lot of points, but he had what we call a triple single. <laughs> yes, he well he had a quadruple single. Quadruple single. I'm sorry. Yeah, quadruple Wait. single. No, Quint. Whatever five is Quint. Whatever uh, five. Quint. Quintuplet. Quint. No, that's babies. Quints. Yeah. Whatever. Because whatever had, five is. Four rebounds, four assists, two blocks, one steal, and nine points. Yeah, he had one in every category. Oh, Calvin. It's still good. That's fantastic. I mean, again, we've said this once. We'll say it again. Like, even if you don't score a high point, even if you only score two, three, four, five points, it doesn't matter. Like, you're – I mean, he was – he honestly made a difference on the court the entire – I mean, when he was in, obviously. Like, he was was really hustling and – he had multiple rebounds, you know, caused disruption, steals, blocks. I mean, he did. He did. So I, I will use that to segue right into my feats of strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we kind of divided up our feats of strength and airing of grievances a little different. Um, this time, try to keep it a little more concise and kind of, you know, more. We love we love the play on words of. Of different things. So we have our starting five for our feats of strength. Uh, and on our airing of grievances, we'll have our five fouls. So for my feats yeah. of strength, my starting five, my first note was um, on my, because last week on my airing of grievances note, I had that I didn't feel like Charlie and Calvin looked very as strong as I feel like they could. Um, so last night, I felt like they both looked stronger. Um, Calvin definitely looked stronger and had a lot of energy. And a good bit of second chance points. Um, and Charlie was looking strong down there. He even stole, um, like he stole a rebound off of, right out of someone's hands. Yeah, he did. I was I was super pleased with that. Um, also on kind of one of my things I talked about last week, but on, on the news, on the new kids on the block. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> ah. I used to have, when I was in first grade, I had a new Kids on the Block lunch kit. Yeah. No, really? I think I'm really showing my age there. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think I even knew any of their songs, but I just was obsessed with them. Because <laughs> I think I was kind of too young to really have listened to them yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I was, like, enthralled. Whatever. Yeah. They were, like, the big boy band. Um, oh, okay. yeah. No. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, I remember them and I remember like a few of their songs, but I mean, I think, I think the generation, I think the people who are in their forties right now are like the generation yes. that they were like 
the band for. Yeah. It was more of like, like for us, it's more like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. And, yeah, definitely. That was like the one that I came in on the tail end of. So like I knew they were cool, yeah. but I didn't really like know any of their songs. I just, right. I just yeah, knew exactly. I was, suppo- I knew I was like supposed to like them. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but on our new kids, Nana, Nana is showing great improvements from just from the first game to second game. He got a tremendous little dunk yesterday and he was just, he's, he's getting most improved in my book as of this moment. Um, I feel like we, well, I said this last week, but I'm going to say it again this week because we, they really did work cohesively together for the most part really well. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, there was, there was one play. I I just, I made a note. I was like, this is going to be the turning point of the game. Like I can just feel the energy shifting because the first half we did kind of drag and we made a lot of airing of grievances all cover and we just weren't, weren't quite there yet. But there, there was one play where Calvin got a major block and then Gavin came down and dunked it. And I, you could just feel the energy, um, and the, the cohesion and just them working together. So super happy. Um, specifically between those two for sure. I mean, anytime. And I, like, I, I will mention this on my own little, Feats of strength, but I, I agree 100%. A couple times I observed it. Yeah. Um, and total non basketball note, but y'all know I'm always going to notice the the shoes and the jerseys. But I, several of our guys yesterday wore these purple shoes and I was loving the purple shoes. Um, I was digging it. 100%. We were matching because I was wearing my purple Jordans. You were. That's right. You were. It was like, and NFB. then. We texted each other the night before and planned it. You did. Yeah. You coordinated. You coordinated. <laughs> wow. So the levels go. No, I mean what I do for SFA men's basketball. Um, and just last note, it, that was a really nice non. I'm using big air quotes. Non conference win because even though it it doesn't count towards our conference, um, I mean they're a conference opponent, so we're of course we're gonna we're gonna consider it and treat it like it's a conference game. So super glad that 100%. we won. That we won that yeah. non-conference game. The non, the non-con. That's what I. That's what I entitled this episode was uh, yeah. the non-con. Non-con versus McNeese. Love it. <laughs> so my feats of strength. Um, some of them kind of mirror or mimic Jacqueline in some ways. But when I really could notice a difference whenever Gavin was in and when he wasn't in, I really think that Gavin. Not saying that he's like the the guy, but he's like in most sequences, in most plays, in most, you know, uh, in most situations on the court, I feel like he's like almost a linchpin in a way where if he's in, things are going to be running a lot more smoother. And so when he's in, we had way more points in the paint, way more cohesion, you know, way more fire under our, you know, in our bellies and things like that. And I will, again, I will really mimic what Jacqueline said when she said the uh, whole sequence between Calvin and uh, Gavin, whenever Calvin made that huge block and then that turned into the Gavin dunk. So that transition and like right after he dunked that, I mean, the absolute fire and like, like they both were like screaming and like, you know, like doing the whole, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, uh, they were like uh, flexing, like, like they're, yeah, like they were roaring. I've never they seen Calvin. I've never seen Calvin more animated than that moment. Oh, agreed, and that's why I wrote it down. I was like, I that was a great sequence, and you're so right when you said that that was in the game. I feel like after that, 
things obviously there were a few moments of like sloppiness but things after that really ran a lot more smoothly and that that block and that transition and with his dunk was just a great great morale booster I think too um and then there were a lot of moments of just pure and complete disruption, like I mentioned earlier, um, creating a lot of Nickney's turnovers. There were, like I said, most there were a bunch of sequences where it was like turnover after turnover after turnover, which led to baskets. Now, I'm not going to say that that didn't then correlate to us always getting the basket. Um, it gave us opportunity to get the basket, but there were a lot of times where we didn't or we should have, so we should have won the game by more than 10 points, in my opinion. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, anywho, um, and then I have another one where there were multiple times where, you know, David, Nigel, I think Gavin, and maybe Calvin, I don't remember 100%, but there were multiple times where they were putting their bodies on the line, taking charges, and really standing up down there under the basket. And, again, I'm always, like, I, I love – when I don't love when people get hurt, but I love when the guys put their body on the line for their team and they'll stand there and they will stand on that track when a train is coming through and just really just take one for the team and get the call. Now I won't, I will say that I'll mention this in a minute when we talk about our grievances, there were multiple times where we did take a charge, but them hoes didn't call it a charge and it was very upsetting. Um, and then I just think it was really great competitive game. I think we really needed that competitiveness in early in the season we wouldn't have that big of a competition type like conference game even though this was a non-con game technically um until conference actually starts but i think since we lost those three games in the beginning of the season i think it was nice to kind of throw this in there to really kind of test us early to see how we again especially since we lost those three games which would have tested us yeah um i think getting that real big competition in the beginning is really gonna help us in the long run and really moving forward in the rest of the season so yeah i mean anything to add on that before we move on to grievances no i i agree with all that and it i think it was good for us to have a even though it didn't count as a conference game, but a conference game earlier than we were expecting it since we lost all those others, most definitely. All right. Uh, okay, so like we said, on the airing of grievances, we'll have five points, so those are going to be our five fouls. Um, I know that y'all love to hate the airing of grievances, but it is one of our favorite sections it is now dedicated to Jerry Stiller. And you know, we're coming up to Are you ready. We're coming up to a uh, Festivus season. So um yeah, what day is actual Festivus? I think Do it, you know. Oh, uh, I should know this off the top of my head. I'm failing at Seinfeld trivia right now. Come Hold on. on. Festivus. Let's see what day is Festivus? Festivus is on December 23rd. 23rd. Okay, the day before um, Christmas Eve. Okay, all right, we ready? All right, ready. It is time for the... With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. You. 
We got a lot of problems and you were going to hear about all of them. Um, no, but you will hear about five of them. Uh, <laughs> You'll hear 10, ten totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I this was a problem last game and it was again. And I, I think it's just, it is early. It's only our second game, so I get it. I think we're going to work through it. But, man, we just still had some really shitty passes. Um, and I, I think it's a combination of things. I think that we're not maybe communicating as well as we should be. I think sometimes there's some confusion on what play is being ran. And so, because there were a few times where I could tell that, like, whoever was making the pass was expecting someone to be in that spot, and maybe they were supposed to be in that spot. But, like, again, coming from someone who has played basketball before, like, the first mistake can be the person, the other person not running the play correctly and not being where they're supposed to be. But the second mistake is you making the pass to nobody. And two wrongs don't make a right. So, like, you got to open yeah. up your eyes and look. And you can't just you can't just assume that they're going to be there and go through the motions because you never know what happens. Like, they might they might get caught up in the middle of a screen or get caught, you know, not be able to break free from their man or the screen doesn't work and they can't get around it. Like there's a million reasons why they cannot be in that spot, but if they're not in that spot, you can't pass it. Um, exactly. Also last game, I talked about Gavin with this little, you know, like double pump when he's right underneath the bucket. And first of all, I believe there was one time last night that he did that and he ended up just getting it, swatted away or no it was Calvin because then I was like Calvin's doing it now too so the bad habit spread yeah. and Calvin did it and ended up just getting blocked whereas I'm like if you would have just went up and actually shot they they probably would have called a foul um but also Gavin Gavin went above and beyond yesterday and did a triple pump I'm like really he did, he so did two, have a triple pump two wasn't enough you're gonna you're gonna fake three times yeah what the heck? I was not pleased. Um, <laughs> not pleased with that. Um, that cracks me up. Yeah, he definitely did the triple pump, and that was not good. Yeah, it did not work. It, it ended up in a turnover. I'm like, why? Yeah. what are you doing? I, I think it was blocked, actually, wasn't it? I think so. I mean, I would have to go back and check the film, but I think it was. Yeah, there were multiple times where actually our, our shots or our layups got completely blocked, or technically we... It probably should have been a foul, but, like, it was knocked away. But instead of knocking the ball, they hit our hand. And it was another no call. Yeah. Which, again, I'll bring so, up. So, yeah. So, segueing into that, uh, in defense of Gavin, one of my major grievances from last night does have to do with the referees. And here's the thing. So, Gavin got hit in the nose, whether the referee thought it was a foul or not. I'm not even concerned about that part. Like, maybe it was a foul and they totally missed the call. Whatever. Okay, they're allowed a mistake. That's fine. What got under, the bee that got under my bonnet on that play was the fact <laughs> that dude got smacked in the freaking face and was hunched over, hands to his face. The referee was standing right there and continued to let the other team take the ball out and go down the court. And he realized after a good, like, five seconds that the referee was not going to stop play, even though he yelled at the ref and was like, hey, can you stop? Can you blow your whistle? And he didn't. So Gavin proceeds to run down the court because obviously, like, he's just going to have to move on. 
And I think it was after they like made a shot or something and there was a dead ball that they finally like clued in and were like, oh, you are literally bleeding everywhere down your face. And there was so much blood that multiple, our managers and the other team managers had to go out on the court and like search out where the droplets of blood were on the floor to wipe up Mm -hmm. because it was so ridiculous. Chris took him to the locker room and brought him back with a big butterfly bandage on his eyebrow. He had to go get five stitches immediately after the game. Oh, uh, we called that he probably would because, I mean, it was a huge gash. Yeah. And, I mean, and I saw it, like, real time. I saw him get hit in the face. He was hunched over. I mean, and I'm on my feet yelling. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, stop the ball. Stop yeah. play. Stop play. Because, again, like you said, even if it wasn't necessarily an agree- like a, a, a flagrant foul, it wasn't, like, on purpose, you still need it. I mean, when someone is hunched over and bleeding from their eye yeah. socket – you need to stop the goddamn game. I mean, especially like we're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. Can we not have the player bleeding all over the floor that the other players With are playing on? Wounds and potential germs. Like we were yeah. wiping his blood up off the floor. Anyway, yeah. not yeah. acceptable. Yeah, and even if they didn't, even if they didn't even realize he was bleeding, that that, does, that doesn't matter. Like he's literally it's a big old dude hunched over, like all invisible paint. You can hear him going, "Oh, I mean, come on!" Yeah, it was. It was. Pay ob- attention, refs. Pay attention. It was obvious that he was not faking that at all. Um, no, and there was a lot of blood. <laughs> A lot. Like, I'm queasy to blood. And then they go and they look at it just to check and see if it was, like, a flagrant foul or anything. And I'm like, okay, so now you're concerned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's sweet. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was not not down with that. Um, Defense. I have a defensive note. We were not talking on screens yesterday. And it's not cool because, I mean, first of all, it leads to turnovers. But there there were a few times yesterday where – Literally one time they called a foul on Cam because no one talked on the screen and he literally ran into this dude like a steamroller. And mm-hmm. I mean, what what the heck? Like, let your dude know, let your bro know that there's someone in his way that he's about to run into. I, rem- I just, I know, I remember whenever I played, that was one of my pet peeves. Like, because if you're out there and you're hustling your ass off on defense trying to get to the next spot and be in front of your man and you freaking face plant into somebody, I'm going to turn around and be like, who didn't tell me she was there? Like, who yeah. was watching this and didn't say anything? I would be 100%. Missed. I think it happened to, what, Cam, David? It happened to a couple guys. Yeah, it happened multiple times. I was not happy with that. Yeah. Um, and my last little grievance is, is not really anything towards the team or bad. I'm just – we're missing Danny because that was the second game that we didn't have Danny Merrill, which um, no offense to the, you know, we talked last week about Scott Allen filling in for him and he, he did a fine job, but it's just not Danny. And I, I think last night the guy who filled in is in compliance. So again, that's like not, not his, not his lane and not what he wants to be doing. And it's, no one's done a bad job. It's just, you know, we love Danny. Um, we do, but, we do, and hopefully he'll be there tomorrow, fingers crossed. Yeah, but, um, you know, all these schedule changes, and last night he was doing a football game somewhere. I don't know if it was the one in Mac, but... Beggars, um, beggars can't be choosers here. I yeah. mean, we're doing the best we can. I mean, we're just trying to fucking survive. Yeah. 
So yeah, maybe hopefully we'll have Danny back tomorrow because we, we love Danny. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah. Um, going into my five fouls, AKA my airing of grievances. So I, I was just, I was just really disappointed with the lack of offensive boards, like rebounds. I, I just don't, there were so many missed opportunities where we just did not, you know, didn't block out, didn't even attempt a rebound, didn't even try. Um, there are multiple times where there was um, like at least maybe two or three jacks under the freaking ball or under the net and just staring at it, you know, almost looked like they were in la la land. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, we just have to do better on that, on these offensive rebounds. The fact that we only had, what we have, what, nine, right? Nine offensive boards, yeah. Eight, I'm sorry. Eight oh, eight, yeah. Board. Yeah. Nine on uh, Tuesday, I, sorry. Yeah, eight is just not, not acceptable. I mean, I just don't want to be competitive. I mean, again, obviously we did well on the second chance point, so that every rebound we did get, we actually did score on which is fantastic, but just think of how many rebounds we could have got second chance points on. I, I just, we missed so many. Yeah. So many. Um, another thing, leaving those three shooters just absolutely wide ass open. Like, honestly, those three shooters could have fucking winner tied their shoes. Um, yes. Maybe had some dessert, maybe did some <laughs> clothes in the washer. Done their Christmas I mean, shopping. They you know. literally could have went and went grocery shop. I mean, they had so much freaking time, freaking time to shoot the three. I just don't, I mean, I don't get it. I don't know if it's because we were playing, you know, zone, not me. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what we're doing. I wish I had like the playbook or I don't know. Like, I wish I had reasonings as to why we do it the way we do. <sighs> But, I mean, the fact that we're leaving dudes that are known three shooters just, like, on the freaking uh, wings over there completely wide the hell open, that just irks me to no end. I, I don't know. I feel yeah. like we should be stuck to those three shooters like freaking glue. It was bad. And apparently, uh, I, can't, I can't remember which one it was. If, I, guess, I think it was number 10 hit a bunch of I think it was, I think it was that number... Zero hit five and number ten hit two, but I, th I think it's it's either zero or ten. I can't remember which one, but which one of the two, based off of his numbers last season, I think was basically like the best three point shooter in the country. Like obviously yeah. he wasn't playing super hard teams, but like off of his numbers was putting up some of the best numbers in the country, and we're just like letting him take them. Just let them take them. Just, Just go let ahead. them do it. Just la di da. That's and that's where I have that problem. I'm like, you know, obviously you've scouted this team, like you watched film. You know this dude can shoot the three. Like you know it. You know that's what he's in there to do. When he's in the court, when he's on the game. When he's in the game, like, that's what he's freaking there to do. Yeah. And the fact that you're just leaving him wide open almost every time. Now, obviously, did they go in every time? No. But, like, he made five. Yeah. You're killing me. Killing yeah. me, Smalls. Um, another another uh, grievance I have is 
there were a bunch i'm not going to say there was a lot but in in regards to the game itself it just felt like there were a bunch of again moments of poor communication sloppy passing and a lot of those sloppy passes led to more turnovers again i mean it could have been a pass into the paint um you know just again we have to just take our time with that passing because if we start rushing it's gonna it's gonna turn into a turnover it happened yeah. last night it'll it'll ha- or was it last night did we play last night yeah oh my god i don't even know what we did i know it feels like all these days are just like they're all running uh, together they really are i don't even know what i did yesterday other than go to the game to be fair i have no idea um so yeah just really gonna communicate better on passing and then i guess just communication like just gonna bold that and and capitalize it when it comes to my grievances is just better communication because i feel like if we had better communication we wouldn't be leaving all those three shooters open all the time um, if we have better communication on rebounds and stuff, like we would always have somebody there to at least attempt the rebound. Again, just attempt. Like I just want to see some freaking effort under the damn basket. Um, and then communication when it comes to the passing too, so that wouldn't create so many turnovers. And then the travel bug really kind of bit us again too. Like we traveled a lot. Um, and then of course, like, and I feel like it's always going to be a grievance of mine. But I just really feel like there's always going to be at least one ref during these games, if not all of them, but always at least one who is just calling ticky-tacky BS calls. Uh, but last time it was all three of them, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, 51 total fouls called. 51. It's a lot. 51. It's a that lot. is an egregious number. 51 fouls. <laughs> I mean... There were almost as many fouls as what the score on the damn board was. Yeah. Yeah. Or for anybody. I mean, honestly, I mean, 51 fouls. That is absolute anarchy. I just couldn't believe that. When I saw the 51, I mean, I knew it was up there because, I mean, I feel like every five seconds we were getting, like, somebody was getting a whistle. Every five seconds there was a freaking whistle. Every five seconds. The 51 is just absolutely balls. Just nuts. Just nuts. Um, which brings me to a small like side story. One of my good friends is actually the uh, head basketball coach at Angelina where I work. Um, Nick Wade, great coach, love him to death. Him and his wife were there last night actually sitting like almost directly across from us at the game. And the reason why I knew he was there is he sent me a picture, a snapshot of us saying, I don't even know what he said. Something about like, oh, my favorite fan is there. Anyway, and so he was at the game last night and he texted me uh mid-game and said this word for word uh that one ref that sucks ass ref our championship game and he's fucking (laughs) 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 and i couldn't agree more like obviously the fact that he's had experience with one of the refs that was refing our game last night refing a junior college game and was horrible in a junior college game and then he comes here to the Southland and is absolutely horrible in the Southland game what the hell is going on I mean I just don't get it like I don't get it like I would love to know like I mean maybe maybe Richard knows I mean you may know like is there any sort of like re-education process these refs have to go through well, yeah, so basically kind of the way it works is there are there are chapters of officials based on region. And yeah. 
so there will be a person over that chapter of officials and they have every summer they have a referee camp or I mean this is the way it was when my dad was in it and so like really you you would want to go to the ref I mean obviously like some of it is a little political as is anything um so you want to go to the referee right. camp and like know the person who's over your chapter of officials um but that kind of gets you practice and re-educate like continuing education type stuff um and then of course coaches can request whatever referees they want kind of um, but the, the chapters are separated by region and then you'll get assigned to whatever, whatever games you get. And so, you know, there'll be some coaches that really like you. And so they might try to request you when, when possible. Um, but it's just kind of a crapshoot. So like, I mean, my dad would do like, there were times when he would do some JUCO games, but then he would do like SFA games or, you know. I guess my Actual only D1 question game. is, is I would, I would love to talk to Keller and just be like, are there any refs in the Southland that like you'd actually, actually want to request? Because looking at the pool we got now, I wouldn't want any of them. Yeah. Well, they're not divided by co- like conference. They're like region wise region, or like, yeah. I know, I know, now I know what you mean. Okay. Region, yeah. not like conference. Okay. So like. So I would then, ask, be like, like, coach, is there literally any ref in this region that you freaking want to ref your game? Because there's not. Yeah. I haven't seen a ref once in all my years of watching SFA basketball that I could honestly say could call the game fairly. Yeah, and it's it's tricky because then you know as you get it, better, it like is. there are dudes who my dad reffed with and knew who were, you know, from this area who would end up being like almost any time you saw a big 12 game on TV, it would be that dude, you know? Um, so once you get good enough, you know, people from wherever will want you and request you. And, and, and you know what? And I know they have a really hard job and I know that they have one of like as referees or umpires, like in all, in all sports, like they have a hard job. Like I get it. They have to try and be as impartial as possible, but I just have a feeling that there are just some refs. I'm not saying all of them. I just have a feeling that there's some refs out there that just like, I don't know if they like hold grudges or they just don't like specific coaches. Right. You know? And they're just like, you know what? I'm going to just call your game a little bit impartially <laughs> or not impartially, <laughs> you know, because yeah. you know, maybe, maybe you mouthed off to me last time I was here refing, or maybe you argued with me too much. You know, you just never know. Like I know yeah. it's, it's almost impossible to be a hundred percent impartial. Yeah. But I don't think they get too bent out of shape over that. Cause like, I yeah. mean, there were, there were definitely referees where my dad would be like, he's, gonna just bitch and moan the whole game and that's just what he does and like that you know they they just tune it out and like i hope so uh I'm, I, I'm, sure some, I'm sure the majority of them probably do tune it out i just have a feeling that there's a few of them out there that just like they internalize that crap and they're like you know what fuck you yeah there might be some for the most part they they kind of just let it let it slide and you know there may be some coaches that like Cause like, like when my, when my dad, my uncle refed, I mean, there would be some of those coaches that, you know, especially my uncle, he refed for so long, like that they just knew him. And so like, they kind of had that relationship where he'd be like, look, if you get up off the bench one more time and come at me, like you're out, like this is it. So don't get up again. 
Um, and then, I mean, there was one situation when I was in high school. This is like, I was so embarrassed. There was, I'm not even going to say who it is because people might know him and I'll be embarrassed. But anyway, there was a, <laughs> there was a school that we, it was not in my school's district, but we would sometimes play them and sometimes be at the same like track meets or whatever. And of course I was in high school. Their coach was like probably in his thirties or whatever. I thought, I just thought he was the hottest thing. Anyway, my dad referee, the only reason my dad did a high school game then was because he was friends with the guy who was the head of the chapter of officials for high school games around here. And so he would ask my dad to do the playoff games um, because for playoff games, they kind of wanted like a higher level referee. Uh, so my dad goes and does this playoff game and he throws the dude out. I don't even know what he did, but he comes home and I'm like, you know, all excited. And I'm like, how'd the game go? And he's like, yeah, I threw him out. And I was like, no, like, like this dude would have even known that that was my dad. But I was like mortified. I was like, you did not throw him out. Like, I'm going to die. Like, I can't even like date this guy. <laughs> right like <laughs> like I'm like I'm home and my dad is like you <laughs> like I'm like 17 and this 30 something year old coach doesn't even know who I am but I'm like oh my god I can't believe you threw him out I have a crush on him I'm so embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> yeah cause like cause I'm, cause I'm definitely gonna like go on a date with this guy right <laughs> cause I have a chance I mean you never know anymore I'm just kidding <laughs> so. no by the time I got out of high school I ended up seeing him later on Facebook and he's like bald now Oh, well, then that's out. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Anyway, that, that was really a funny, funny story. No, I mean, and again, like like I said, I, I do not envy their job whatsoever. I do not I, I do not want to have their job. I do not wish to have their job. Their job sucks a lot. Um, I I just wish that, I don't know. I know it's a Southland Conference, and I know I'm probably asking for a lot. I just, I'm, I'm, or just this region, maybe just get some fresh blood in here. I just feel like we get the same referees every year. And yeah. the same guys. And they, and they, there's no like improvement. Yeah, we have the same view. That's what I'm saying. For sure. You know what I mean? Maybe it's not so much the fact that like, you know, <clears throat> how they're refing. I just maybe want to see some new people, some new faces. Maybe get some different perspectives in here. Yeah. Um, you know, I think maybe that's just what it is. Anyway, um, that airing of grievances turned into a long, drawn-out yeah. bitch fest on the refs, and I did not really mean for that to happen. It's okay. It you're you're a loud one. Thank you. Well, this is my one. If this is my <clears> one, then I'm boned for the rest of the semester or season. <laughs> I know it's going to happen again. I just I that that I think the main thing that really ticked me off last, last night about the ref was that that gave in play yeah. with the nose. That really pissed me off. Like, there Me was absolutely too. no reason why you couldn't, like, pay attention, bro. Like, the, it just happened right in front of you. And then they yeah. didn't call it um, to at least, like, stop and check on it. It just, it just was. Just really irked me. It just wasn't aware. And it wasn't even one of those things where, like, I could see if it was a super close game and they're, they're like, hesitant if he's faking it or not just to delay the game or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't that, it wasn't that severe. Like, you could have no. paid attention and blow your whistle and stop the game. And that's where I think my irritation kind of stemmed from last night. That and obviously that couple of those uh, charge calls that apparently weren't. <laughs> Give me a yeah. break. Anyway. Agreed. Give me a break. All righty then. So 
that concludes the airing of grievances. Moving on. Moving on. We're really rocking and rolling tonight. Unfortunately, we do not have a guest tonight, but that does not mean that we will not that we will have or will not have more guests this season. We definitely plan on having more throughout the season at random times. <clears throat> you just gotta, you know, ha- pay attention and follow and continue to follow us on social media and just be surprised because we're not gonna tell you who, we're not gonna tell you when, but it's just gonna happen. And uh, just consider that our gift to you in the Lord's year 2020. Because <laughs> fuck this year. Sorry, I had to say it. I had to say it. Anywho, last minute announcements, random questions, fan questions or comments. There really are a lot of questions or comments that have happened. A bunch of people, when I posted, hey, we're, we're recording tonight. Um, anybody have any comments or questions or anything about you want us to cover a bunch of people like to post but nobody had any comments or questions which Aww. i know who you are i see you i see you liking the post but not saying anything <laughs> i'm gonna come for you i'm gonna call, i'm calling you out right now it was uh uh here we go Na- she got names people i got receipts so you better i, I have receipts so you better start freaking posting questions because i'm gonna call you out by name next time you just wait you just wait um but anywho, Christmas is around the corner, Jacqueline. Did you know that? It's coming up. Tell us some also, gift ideas for the lumberjack in our life. I have many gift ideas for the lumberjacks in my life, but the biggest gift idea I have for any lumberjack fan out there is a freaking SFA plate, man. How cool are those things? It's a gift to the lumberjack in your life as well as to the lumberjacks because it also benefits SFA athletics. Exactly. And I mean, and there's multiple options that you can uh, subscribe to. They have one year, three year and five year terms. If you weren't aware, um, anywhere from the one year, three year, five year terms at any level. I mean, there is a portion of that money that goes to SF athletics and it's great because say for instance, you're just like, you know what? I just don't have the budget to shovel out a couple hundred dollars for plates. Uh, totally understand. Neither do I. That's why there's a cool thing called layaway. So if it's too expensive, can't afford it all at once, my plates does do a free layaway program. You pay over five months and then boom, you get your plates at no extra cost. During those months, your message, if you want a personalized message, which you don't have to do personalized message, you can just get a random thing on your plates as yep. long as it's SFA. And just have the beautiful uh, background. Yeah, it just has the background, right? So you could do personalized or just like a plain background, whichever, whatever you want to do. Um, but if you do a personalized message during that layaway time, it is reserved. So, you know, say on December 20th, you know, you know what? I want to buy some plates for my lumberjack wife or husband in my life. And I want the license plates to say uh, number one wife. Uh, that message will be reserved as you are paying the way away so that that message does not get stolen by someone else so uh, by the time you're done paying off your uh, license plates then you get your plates in and you surprise your honey and you're like look girl i got you some plates and you're my number one boy in my life bada bing bada boom i mean pretty done. simple right done Can't we're be. we are here to help you get your christmas shopping done Show your lumberjack spirit and donate to SF Athletics. All in one. Win, win, win. 
it is a win-win-win. I mean, again, SMA makes great money on literally every type of plate you purchase. Again, even that one-year background only, which is only $50. $50. If you're not into, like, you know, a long-term commitment, which a lot of men aren't. Right. Which, um, <laughs> Perfect for the non-committal man in your life. The non-committal man or woman. I guess you could be both. Yeah. Uh, if you're only feeling like a one-year commitment, 50 bucks. That's not a lot of scratch. That's not a lot of green. You could easily, easily. That's like what? Two trips to Starbucks and maybe Target. Yeah. You could do that. You could, you could not go to that Starbucks a couple times a week. And then, you know, maybe, Oh, for me, it's really bath and body works candles. So that's two candles. So I wouldn't, have, <laughs> I wouldn't purchase two bath and body works candles. And then I could easily afford that $50, uh, license plate. And then once you own a SFA plate and you keep it, when you renew it, guess mm-hmm. how much SFA Athletics gets ninety five percent of that fee. You cannot 95%. beat that. Can't beat really that. Really can't beat it. It is a Stephen F. Awesome way to support the teams. See I like. That? I like that. I need to wear, wear that t shirt. I haven't worn it in forever. I forgot you do have a Stephen F. Austin awesome t shirt. Mm-hmm. I forget that that's a t shirt. I always I, think in my head, I'm like, oh, that's such a cool, like, that's such a funny, like, slogan. Yeah. More people should probably wear that or at least say that. Yeah. Um, and then I forget that it is a t-shirt. I think I have, I think I have the, I have the one that's got the picture of the newspaper clipping that says Stephen F. Awesome on the headline. That's the one I have. Oh. That's why I really haven't worn it that much anymore because it's, you know, Mm -hmm. several seasons outdated, but. Oh, well. Uh, Who's counting? Who's counting? Okay, so tomorrow, Sunday, December 6th, we now have a game tomorrow, December 6th at 4 p.m. Doors open at 3, people. Doors open at 3. So wear your purple, wear your mask, and reminder, if you're an SFA season ticket holder, they got a mask, a purple SFA mask for you. Um, and I, and I actually really like it, I will say, because I feel like it's a, it's actually a very good one size fits all. And I feel like most masks are not, um, because it's, it's very stretchy. And so while it can accommodate like a bigger face, it does, it, it stays in place and it doesn't like slide down. Um, Agreed. and it's, it's really nice. So anyway, if, if you have season tickets and you haven't gotten it right when you come in the front entrance of the Coliseum. Yesterday, last night it was Drew from the ticket office was at the table giving them out. So, uh, you know, just stop by and pick them up. So wear your purple, wear your mask. Actually go sit in your assigned seat that is socially distanced from people and keep your mask on. Yeah, make sure that you make sure that you sit in your seat. I do know that during the game yesterday there were like employees and stuff like walking around making sure that people were because if it looked like there were many people like close to each other they were going around checking tickets and making sure people were actually in their correct seat because they t- they're taking this seriously and i know a lot of people you know said oh i could see there's a bunch of people not wearing masks in the stands like i agree there were a lot of people that came in wearing masks and then sat down and took it off which happens a lot and but I will say that there were employees walking around, like telling them, "Hey, like you need to put it back on, or you're going to be kicked out." Like I, yeah. I saw it happen. I saw them. I saw the employees walking around. So I mean, they are doing the best they can to be diligent about 
people wearing their masks and making sure that they are wearing them at all times, unless of course you're enjoying a nice tasty beverage or a hot doggy or two. Um, So not sure if the game is going to be on ESPN plus, there's probably a pretty good chance that it will be. Uh, But if it is make you bet your bottom dollar that we will post it and at least share it on social media tomorrow. That way you guys know. And uh, of course, always just pay attention to social media, not only ours, but also the SFA basketball social medias as well. Yeah. And if you haven't had a chance to come out to the game and you're just not hundred percent sure about it, you know, you're not, you're still kind of like weary about it. I, I think at least just try coming out to one game and, just kind of making your mind up about it on your own. Don't really take anyone else's word for it. I mean, cause let's just, I'll just put this into like context for you. My mom is like deathly afraid of COVID. Like she is scareder than a friggin' scaredy cat up from it, but she's been to both games. Yeah. Yeah. The word doing, they're doing everything possible they can to ensure yeah. the player safety and the fan safety and make it as socially distanced and safe as possible. So exactly. And the whole point of me saying that is the fact that if if she can come out and she feels comfortable sitting down with her mask on, she goes, you know, I'm, I feel very comfortable and I feel very safe. There's no one around me. Um, No one bothers me. No one really comes up to me, you know? Yeah. I I think if, if she can handle it, who's she's what, 72 years old or whatever, 70, I don't even know how old she is. Um, she's old. Anyway, <laughs> hope you're not listening. Um, if she can handle it, I think, I think you can too. And just try it. Just try it. Yeah. You know? And if you feel as though it's uncomfortable, then, you know, n- no judgment. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You know, stay home. If you have season tickets, try and give them away. Trying to give them away to people as, as, as much as you can. Um, don't let them go to waste if you can. Um, that's really it. I mean, even if you can't attend the game, still try and support in some way, shape or form. You could always donate to the Purple Lights Fund. You could always donate to the Raise the Axe campaign that's still going on. Uh, next podcast, we'll give you an update on what the total is um, at, at the moment. Um, and as soon as we get information, we will let you guys know what the heck we won for coming in third place in the Lumberjack Open. <laughs> I worked really freaking hard to get us into the top three in the Lumberjack Open. And by Joe, that prize, Tyler Boone, better be good. Better be. I mean, I, we're, I, wait, we're waiting I on our ex- day and night trying to get our ass into that third slot, Jacqueline. And I finally did it. We're expecting our Xbox Five. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell her that it wasn't an Xbox five. Cause she was just so sure about it, but she figured it out. Yeah, she, she figured it out pretty quick. I'll give it to yeah. her. I didn't know. I, the, like, oh, no, but, okay. I didn't know the difference. I was like, okay. Well, and yeah, most people, honestly, most people who aren't gamers, you know, wouldn't. Once you, you know, said it, or once she said it, I did realize that it was a PS5. But the the reason being, the only reason I knew that is because they've been having all these Burger King commercials about 
the free PS5s if you order the whatever five deal or something. I don't know. I've, Burger King's been blowing me up with those commercials. Burger and I, King? And I Burger, haven't seen these commercials. I think I want, it's... I'll, what do you want me to do? I think I'll it's Burger, Burger King. King like, something. they're they're giving away, like, a set number of PS5s if you order some for five deal yeah. or something on the menu. I don't know. I, but I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. It's when I watch um shows like streaming through the channel's app and usually they're like kind of targeted towards my behaviors of what I watch and I have no idea why I'm getting these Burger King commercials because I don't eat fast food ever so I don't know where they're coming from but anyway whatever that's hilarious all right so we digress yeah Hope you guys can make it out to the game tomorrow. If not, I'm sure you can either watch it on ESPN Plus or you can always listen to Rob um, on, uh, what is it, 107, 105? Uh, 107.7, I believe. That's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. always listen to Rob on 107.7, the classic rock station. Um, the golden voice of the Jacks is what paid. Yes, 107.7, yeah. yep. 107.7, yeah. Um, and... Again, we will be with you all season. Hopefully, you guys will be with us all season. Uh, fingers crossed that we continue on and just keep playing. And, hey, just stick with it. It may be crazy. It may be bananas. But it's 2020. What else is new? Yeah, we'll take what we can get. Exactly. All right. You guys have a great night. Hopefully, you guys are staying warm and staying safe wherever you are located. And uh, we love you guys. And always remember to Axe and Jax. With Alex and Jax.